Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast, Patreon exclusive coverage of the Wheel of Time graphic novel. Wow. Wow. What a title. Hello. Welcome. My name is Steve. That guy, his name is Will. We're here every week. You know us. You love us. I'm full of I'm full of love. He's full of Vim. I don't know what he's full of. And vigor. <laughs> and currently about three and a half apple cranberry ciders. Oh, that sounds tasty. Hey, how has this heat been treating it's you? Been because I don't wave. know if you can tell over over your uh over your end. You look awful. I can. You look like shit. <laughs> like a bag of shit. Everyone, let me describe <laughs> what I'm looking at. He is Will. Is sitting in his in his apartment. He's let his hair his hair is longer than ever. He's really letting it go. He's really letting a lot of things go. His beard, his hair are out. They're wild, and he's wearing this fucking Tasmanian Devil T-shirt that's like blue tie dye, blue and white tie dye with a Tasmanian Devil on it. It's like a relic. One of my favorite shirts from 1993. That's exact. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And uh, it's my dad's. It's it's not becoming. I don't like when Will wears it. It generally makes I, me feel. I don't understand why. It, why I don't understand why you don't like it. It generally makes me feel uncomfortable. It generally why because it makes you look like a person that I would not associate with. Person with nineteen ninety three clothes. No, a person who is a fan of Looney Tunes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm stand for Looney Tunes, and I've been in day one. I've been in the Tiny Tunes camp. All right. No, I, That's why every time I put this shirt on, I, I there's two shirts that I own. There's two it. shirts that That's I own all. that Steve takes immediate immediate notice every time I wear them. It's, I have a Murder Dolls t shirt. Yeah, a Murder and Dolls. I have t-shirt. a Murder Dolls t shirt and this Tasmanian Devil's t shirt. And I and I got the Murder Dolls t shirt as a joke for Halloween because I was no. doing this. Nobody uh, gets that joke. Nobody understands. People <laughs> just was, think you're a fan I, of the Murder Dolls, especially now, six years later. But tell I us like about your jokes. The joke was is that I was going to Kylo, I was going to Halloween as emo Kylo Ren, and I was gonna wear the helmet and then wow. just like wear like chains and shit all over my, <laughs> over <laughs> all over me, and uh, a murder dolls T shirt. But then I got to the show that I was playing that night and realized that I couldn't play with all these fucking chains on me. So I was just this dick with a murder dolls T shirt and a Kylo Ren helmet all night. <laughs> and then you also watched a couple of those new Star Wars movies and you realize that Kylo Ren is emo Kylo Ren. It was good. It was it was a good bit for me. I liked it, but now it's I have a, mur- a shirt. Anyone that I, here's that's the thing: in regular anyone, rotation. Anyone who doesn't know who the murder dolls are, there's nothing wrong with the murder dolls, but they are. They're a joke. <laughs> They're kind of. They a joke. were they were popular with 15 year old girls back back in my day, back when I was a 15 year old girl. Yeah, and so I associated with that. I had a girlfriend when I was 15. And she loved the murder dolls. You know what? She had the same T shirt as you. She didn't have a t-shirt. fucking Tasmanian Devil T-shirt though. That, that's the thing though. The funny, I, I joke, I kid, because honestly, the, ta- the Taz shirt, top notch. <laughs> you can't see, but I'm holding up my hands right now and giving an okay symbol. Which the kids these days, I think it means punch me in the dick when they do that. But I, I also, I've also seen that on the internet that it also means like a white supremacy symbol as well. So you can't throw wow. that around anywhere because either, either. You're gonna get punched in the dick, or somebody's gonna like rat you out on say, on social media. So you can't do or that maybe anymore. Or maybe somebody all. might just be like, "Yo, 
a Tasmanian Devil T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And put up the symbol. You can't see. You can't see because this is a podcast. But we're having Will and yeah. I are having a moment. I like Taz. It's just Taz is shirt, one of my favorite ones. The shirt is saying cool. a lot. The shirt is. It's loud. It's loud. But that's the point. That's the point of the shirt. You know. Is he like, surfing? I feel like he's surfing on it. No, he's just. He's just. You know. He's just doing his thing, man. He's just. Here, let me let me stand up for the audience. Yeah, I mean, there he is. He's kind of got like a double. Oh yeah, there's like a mirror, mirrored effect going on. This is weird. I don't like looking. It's at like, this. so it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like if you if if the audience can imagine Tasmanian Devil in the music video of Take on Me, you know? Yeah, I'm Just sure throw, they. I'm sure they throw can. him in that. I'm sure they have no idea what you're talking about. Some might. Most don't. These are two niche Those, things that you need to know in order in order to be able to visualize this. Take on me is not a niche okay. thing. Everybody. Uh, the video is. The music no, it's video not. is. No, it's it not. is in 2021. Maybe not in 1986. I want to hear out in the comments those who have seen Aha's Take on Me. What comments? Take on me. What is he even talking about, people? On the Twitters. Tell me on the this Twitters. This is a Patreon episode. That's free. That we're giving for free. <laughs> Patreon has comments, I think. You can comment on there. Yeah. Well, when we get when we get comments on uh, Patreon, then, uh, yeah, you can tell me <laughs> how what? much you like take on then, me. Then what? Yeah, tell them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so why are we here? We're uh, talking about... We're talking about... <laughs> oh, fuck. We're talking about just the best comic book probably ever written. <laughs> At this point, yeah. <laughs> We're milking this book for everything that's worth, man. I don't think I don't. Th- I think we have spent more time talking about this book than the actual creators of this book spent working on it. Well, that's the thing. I I, I can't stress more. <laughs> I don't want to disparage the creators in this because <laughs> Chase Conley, uh, what's the other guy's name? Charles Dixon, maybe, and uh, yeah. and of course Bill Tortellini. We do not want to disparage Bill Tortellini. Them because, uh, we can only assume that they did their best here or that they did maybe phone it in to move on to the next project. I don't know. But what I do know is that we are here to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) So chapter four, man, or issue four. Oh boy. You can tell me. You don't even know what you're talking about. So uh, everyone, I'm sure if you uh, listened to last week's Patreon episode, you are aware that, Last week for chapter three, oh, I'm doing it too. For book three, I read book four. So for this yeah, week, you fucked up. I read book three. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, I also, re- I also switched read switched up. I also read four again. But I just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, fun to yeah. Do. Switch it up. Keep you on your toes, at least. Honestly, you're not getting much of that issue three. You probably were like, as soon as you finished that issue three, you were just like, I could have. I could have not used that. <laughs> I did. Say, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> Out loud. So the uh, exact same creative team, Chuck, Chuck Dixon, Chuck Dix, Chase Conley, Nicholas Chappis, Nick Chap, Bill Tortellini. And then uh, we have the variant. We have the covers this time. Seamus Gallagher, formerly known as Seamus, is back. Yeah. And this time we also have uh, Jeremy Salib- Saliba. 
Saliba. Yeah, Saliba, Saliba or Saliba or Saliba. Saliba. But I think it's one of the first two. Saliba. Okay, I got to so stop here. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's take a look at Jeremy Saliba's uh, career. Cover A here. So this has got to be Nynaeve. She's, uh, she's looking real pissed. Holding on to her hair for dear life. That's Jeremy's cover? Yeah, this is Jeremy's cover. Um, Seamus. The artist formerly known as Seamus has got the cover B. And I like how Tom is looking here. Tom looks a lot better on this cover than he does in the actual book. He doesn't have spiky anime hair shooting off the back of his head. His handlebar mustache isn't eight inches long. It's a little more whimsical, you know? His his outfit. Look at the frills. Look at the frills around his wrist. Look at the multicolored patch uh, cape. The patches are clear. Look at the pipe with the smoke. Billowing. What's he got on his back here? He's got like some sort of like. I think it's a parrot. Oh case? no, that's um, that's his loot. That's his loot case. Wow, that's a that's a heavy duty loot case. You can get that long McQuay, long McQuay for three hundred dollars. Finance, finance, start financing now. This, <laughs> this, I really like this, Tom. This is great. I'm gonna get this tattoo. No, this is probably <laughs> this is probably one of the best uh, you know what? we've seen yet in this book. When. When series. do we reach the point? This is a real question. When do we reach the point where we get Wheel of Time tattoos? Because you know what's uh, happening. Because you know, we are I now dedicating a podcast and uh, essentially a job that we don't get paid for and uh, hundreds of hours of our lives and years. And we are we are in it. We've, we've said it many times. Everyone, we're in it for the long haul. We are in it for all. I don't even. I, I always say all 13, all 14. I don't even know. 12? I don't know how many books there are. There's, there's a real there. possibility there's like 20 or 30 books and we just haven't. We just we, don't we, even know. We haven't looked. We haven't looked yet. <laughs> we just don't know. But we're going to be doing all of them. We're doing all of them. That's guaranteed. We got, we got to. Uh, but so at some thinking- point, it makes sense for us to tattoo it onto our skin. And I'm getting Tom. I call Tom. You can have Tom. I'm okay with that. I was I was thinking about this because I wanted, I wanted to get Perrin? another tattoo. Shirtless Matt and Perrin together. That's good. Embracing. Actually, as a you were full talking back about piece. You were talking about how you want that as a back piece. Yeah, full back piece. And like really and and I mean like in the most bargain sense possible. Like I, I like it might as well be stick people. And I don't know how you can draw draw stick people that are shirtless, but I think you can just add a little dots for nipples. I know how to draw you know, like the shirtless. female ones. <laughs> And for the male, I know how to draw the male ones too, but it implies that they are also pantless. <laughs> you know what? You're sold. Stick and poke. Let's do it. Uh, Going old punk rock style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting another tattoo, and uh, I've been thinking, I haven't I'm even gonna considered. Get, I hope you're ready. I'm going to get like 100 tattoos. This time next year, I'm going to look like Zombie Man. You know, the guy who tattooed himself look like a zombie? Except I'm going to be yeah. covered in cool shit. Like Batman logos. Only the fucking coolest Ooh. people get those tattooed on them. <laughs> that's a, that's a... Will has a Batman a... logo tattooed. <laughs> right, above, right above his ass crack like a tramp stamp. Yeah. It's uh, not one of my proudest moments. Uh, but you no. know what? A dare is a dare. And 100 bucks is 100 bucks, man. You it's do a, it. It's <laughs> on his arm. It's on his arm. But you know what? I think I might get a tramp stamp one day. 
I think I might get the Batman one covered up because it's just like it's not doing it doesn't it doesn't it's just like it's this thing that I got when I was 18, you know, and I want to do something more ridiculous with my left with my left arm. I don't want that there, you know, I don't know uh, how to work it into something else. You can maybe turn it into Pac-Man. Now we're talking, you know. <laughs> Or maybe you can turn no, I, it into a whole sleeve of Wheel of Time. Now we're now we're now we're cooking. Actually, I'll just get take a twenty-four inch book. Get a twenty-four inch rand, all the way up yeah. your arm. People will be like, "Why do you have a redhead on your arm?" No, people will know. Shut up. the The show will be huge, and people will be like, "You got Rand Al Thor tattooed on you," and you'll be like, "Yeah, pay, pay go to my Patreon, pay up." <laughs> Actually, what I should do is do one of those IR or QR codes for our Patreon. On your hand. Tattoo, tattoo on it. My... Yes. You tattoo uh, it on your hand. Yeah, tattoo it and on I'll my just hand. Ca- and I'll just carry a picture of that around with me. And I'll show that one to people. <laughs> <laughs> and you could just go like, <laughs> you don't have to be crazy yeah. like that guy. But yes, you can just scan check this, out yeah. our Patreon. Is that a tattoo on a hand? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, no, just scan it. It's yeah, fine. It's a QR code. Actually, what I'll do is I'll like photobomb people. I'll look for people on the street that are taking group pictures, and I'll just throw my hand in. <laughs> and then their phone just immediately is like pops up a link that's like, "Do you want to go to Patreon?" And they're like, "No." And they just close it. <laughs> this is great. This is guerrilla marketing <laughs> tactics. I'll so put it on both hands, so I can get lo- into a couple pictures at different times. How are you thinking? I'm looking at Jeremy Saliba. Saliba. I'm looking at his, trying to look at his career here. I'm not finding a lot from, uh, I'm not finding a lot from a cursory Google search. Uh, it looks like he did some books, like book books, novels, or at least, or he did the art for them. This picture of, of uh, Darth Vader keeps coming up. I mean, it looks great. Uh, I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he's doing it. Did wait? Did Jeremy Sewell write a? Uh write a Darth Vader book? You know who Jeremy Sewell Char- is, right? I think you're thinking of Charles Sewell. Charles, Charles Sewell. Sewell. Charles Sewell. 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 Well, Jeremy Saliba. That's what I'm saying. Oh, boy. I just looked him up on Twitter. We have more followers than him. I'm going to follow him. Sure, why not? I'm following Jeremy? him. Jeremy? Actually, while you're at it, look up Seamus as well. Jeremy's got a lot of he's got a lot of Darth Vader shit going on. That is for sure. Okay. Who am I look uh Seamus Gallagher? Yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what he's doing. Here that's the thing what I've noticed about the Dynamite this Dynamite series so far. The creative team involved with it aren't like huge names. They're just kind of like almost blue collar comic book workers. Even though they're like blue, it's not a blue collar job, but you know what I mean, you know. Well, di- yeah, Dyn- I mean, Dynamite is independent. There's a lot of smaller writers on there, um, especially going a few years back. But yeah, I mean, that th- just because hey, just because you wrote a comic book doesn't mean that you're making the big bucks. And no, just because you're no. on TV, a lot of people have that misconception too that you're on TV, you're making the big bucks. Just be if you're on TV, you're not getting paid like anything usually, unless you're on a sitcom. Well, I was, I w- Kate was telling me about. Tom Hiddleston and his first gig is Loki. He got paid as he he got paid like a hundred grand or something like that, which is like 
wow, that's hundred grand is a lot of money. But when you factor in like actors, a lot scheme. of cases are, yeah, grand scheme of things. Actors are like independent contractors. A lot of the time they have agents, they have producers, they have marketers, they have a whole team behind them to bring them forward. So they have to pay these people. So at the end of it, Tom Hiddleston probably made like <clears throat> pennies, pennies right. compared to what he but, made or but on paper. Yes, but he's he yes he maybe he only got paid a hundred hundred grand to be to be Loki, but now he's Loki. But now he's he now he's Loki. Yeah, and, and that's the gamble. Sure, when your contract sure you when your contract expires and is up for renewal, you can always negotiate a higher contract. But beyond that, you can now do your Comic Con appearances. You can do your cameos. Yeah. You can do all that shit and make all of your your side gravy one hundred percent chef's own and yeah. that's it and that's why you take those roles when you're offered that because if you if you're to say like that i think that's underpaid for loki i'm not going to take it i want 500 they'll go we'll, we're, we'll go to the next guy and we'll offer him 75 yeah. and he'll take it so yeah fuck you tom hiddleston you fucking <laughs> toby mcguire was waiting in line he was like i'll do it for 75 i'll do it for 75 Please, <laughs> you know, and then those guys, a lot of those guys run the con circuit. The Marvel guys are still top notch, top tier. So, like, the only cons you see them at are San Diego. Yeah, the but I wonder. One. I wonder in like twenty years from now, when because I'm uh, sure yeah. comic book and superhero movies are going to go the way of the western. In the seventies, oh, the western yeah. film was it's going to have needs, and it was everyone was all about westerns. But then, oh, from the forties up to the up to the seventies, like it was this, all it was all yeah, over oh, the yeah. place. And then the oversaturation occurred, and people don't give a shit about westerns because they are all the same movie. It's all Charlton Heston riding riding around on a horse, going. <laughs> you talking to me, horse? Hey, hey, are you talking about Clint Eastwood? Yeah, who did I say? Charlton Heston. Him too, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, why not? <laughs> was he in a western? I was talking sure. about Clint Eastwood, but I'm also it applies to Charlton Heston. It also well, applies I to that tell by the monkey, grunting. that monkey that was in that movie with Charlton. I mean, uh, Clint Eastwood. I think Charlton Heston was in a movie with a monkey too. Yeah, a couple of them actually. Well, Sorry, one we're... movie, but there was a couple of monkeys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're 20 minutes in, so uh, it's. Uh, I looked up. I looked up Seamus Gallagher. There seem to be a few other artists named Seamus Gallagher. L- listen, the name Seamus Gallagher may you may as well be named John Smith in terms of Irish people. I guess uh, so. Yeah, it's not very easy <laughs> to find anything about him. So uh, I don't know. I don't well, know if well. you look up the artist formerly known as Seamus. That could that, that could pull up some results. I will probably. I, I can only assume that this is him. It is a that man. Guy looks like a Seamus. It is a floating head. A man with brown hair and a brown beard, surrounded with colorful polka dots. Yeah, Seamus Gallagher. Okay. That could be him. That could be him. Could be him. So let's well, get into this comic book. Page book starts. We're doing the same fucking thing we've been doing for the last two issues. Rand is lugging Tam around. Tam appears to be sicker than ever, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Dying. He's he's not doing well. 
And they're coming up onto Emmons Field. And this is on page two. This is the first real look that we've had at Emmons Field from like a bird's eye view. Yeah. And it looks great. And it's just kind of like why is there not even bird's eye view? Literally, literally, this is it. There actually hasn't been (laughs) any background shots of Emmons Field or any establishing shots at all. No. This is the first one that makes it look like kind of a full town but it really looks like about eight houses 12 houses and then like maybe maybe like a town hall and like a boston pizza in the back (laughs) oh there it is i see it yeah neon lights wow uh looking at it like okay how do you feel about this uh the smoke the smoke is some of the the, yeah the smoke is rough the smoke i don't know (laughs) yeah you're right you spend too much so time like, looking at that smoke. It looks like it's just a bunch of smudging. But I'll let it... There's there's also a tree in the background that stretches out to the sky. But on like first glance, it looks like the smoke is becoming like the tree. And it has all these branches sticking out of it. And it looks like some black tar weird. goo. Also, perspective-wise, that's a big old... That's a big tree. Oh, yeah. Like, compare. look at how small those people are. In the in the foreground, you know those are horses. <laughs> oh, whoa! And then we have the stuff. panel below where Rand is uh, smoking. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. He's there's got a lot, like a there's a, there's big a lot of coming out of his mouth. There's a lot of uh, white stuff going into or coming out of his mouth. Let's say. I think we've seen this a couple of times in the past issues. It's like smoke is definitely not the strong, like definitely not a strong suit. I don't know if that's smoke or if that's like, if that's like breath, hot breath, yeah, breath, cold Sorry. air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, Rand's face in that in that panel, pretty well done. That one's that one's uh that one's pretty good. That's good compared the to cheekbone it. definition. Yeah. Actually, looking at this town, I think you can tell where the the inn is, like where the mayor uh, hangs out. What's his name again? The mayor, Egwene's dad? Uh, Senbui. Ba- 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 ban. <laughs> ban. How many, how many people did you just name? <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> Was that I one? <laughs> I think it's Ban. I think it's Ban. But Bart? <laughs> Is it Bart? Uh, something like that. But that building in the background, the very large one, that looks like the inn to me. You to know? me, it looks like, like a, a BP's, but it's probably the inn. Well, if you ignore the neon lights that says Boston Pizza and Howie Mandel, and I can't on top of it, <laughs> and I can't ignore that. There's also seems to look seem like I think this is supposed to be smoke, but it looks like there's some guy with like a broom hanging out on one of the houses in the foreground here, right in the Where? dead center. Dead center. There looks like a little like I think it's supposed to be smoke, but on top of the house, it looks like a dude that might be holding like a broom, and he's like I got think a black cloak. You on. have a great imagination. I don't Man. know what that is though. I don't think I write, it's smoke. I write for a living. I don't think it's smoke. I do see some tables with uh, accoutrements okay. on it, and Fuck they this. look like bread. <laughs> Fuck this image. <laughs> it is bread. We know it's bread, and we know it's cheese. Next page, a guy randomly comes running up. He looks, looks like, like a Shrek. big Russian man. He looks kind of like Shrek, <laughs> or maybe like Rasputin. Shrek. 
He's got an axe. He we don't know who he is. He's dead. never introduced, but we can only uh, assume that he is uh, the blacksmith guy, right? Parents. Yeah, parents. Parents. Um, like, parent doesn't have a dad. It's parents. Like, he works for this guy, and he like took him in as like his kid, right? Am I right about I th- that? Yeah, I think slash slave <laughs> under the guise of apprentice. It's a little bit of an Anakin Skywalker sort of situation, like an Anakin Skywalker Watto sort of relationship, you know? Yeah, it's problematic <laughs> at the least, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> Only uh, money. <laughs> he so he comes barreling in, and that's the only thing this guy can do with arms like that. He doesn't walk; he burls. You know? Why is he not in the party? Just punching people for the rest of the quest. <laughs> Look at his forearms. Yeah, <laughs> he is a gorilla man. It's a gorilla man. Yeah, he's coming up to Tam and Rand. He's like, "Hey, if you guys bought AMC, ape, ape to the moon, ooh, ooh, moon, moon, moon." Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, uh, he's just checking it, checking in on Tam, seeing if he's okay. And we can see Egwene running into the background. And the moment I saw Egwene, I'm going to be like, I'm going to fucking forget what she looks like. Like, thank God she has a distinguished dress. She's got a purple dress on now. Yeah, purple dresses. The blue dresses have ended. Yeah, that we can tell who she is. Because, like, if you go fast forward a couple more issues, you see Nynaeve wearing a blue dress that's virtually identical. And they're pretty much the exact same person. There's only one dressmaker. A dresssmith? There's only one. That's, yeah, that's definitely the word. Dresssmith. In the town. Up. In the town. <laughs> it's actually right. this guy with the arms. It's actually this guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to make dress. I'm sorry, dogs. <laughs> People think that I strong man, I chop and punch, but no, I like to make a dress. <laughs> <laughs> so this is more of the same. Iran's running around. Tam's like he's dragging Tam around now. He's on a little makeshift stretcher. And Tam's going. The wood. Okay, this is just me nitpicking. You but the have wood the weirdest this... fucking. You have the weirdest complaints. What kind of wood do you want? What kind of wood do you want? <laughs> For Pine? the stretcher thing, I've noticed the wood, the size Oak? of the wood on this stretcher thing gets smaller and smaller and smaller every single issue. Practically almost the... every panel. <laughs> I'll show you the size of some wood. If you go Ooh. to pay, if you go to page three. Oh! <laughs> You'll see a picture of my dick. <laughs> How did they get that in there? Yeah. And then sign Seamus Gallagher right underneath it. This is the kind of stuff that should be behind the paywall and not (laughs) on the the free side of the paywall. Hey, man, I I can't decide what we're going to say during these episodes. (laughs) So everyone's like, get Nynaeve, the the 13-year-old wizard uh, nurse, because no one else here knows what to do with someone when they've been stabbed. So she comes over. She's wearing a blue dress. She starts opening Tam's eye and like poking at him, and she's like, "He's dead." Yeah, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing I can do. <laughs> there's nothing. Uh, do you see his eye? I poked it. Not she looks, work. Is she looking at his dick? It looks like. I mean, she takes oh. a peek. Oh, I did not notice this. Do you see what I mean? Do you see that? Yeah, panel? she's got two fingers 
underneath his waistband. Yeah, and then the next panel, she's very upset, and she says, there's nothing I can do. I'm sorry, Ran. Your father has a micro penis. And right as I said micro penis, one of my good friends, I got a text from him just now, right as I said that, and he was telling me that he was going to find out the gender of his baby today. And he said, it's a boy. So I hope that that boy's not cursed with a micro penis. Even more so me now solidifying it on the internet but he doesn't listen to this and one day he'll learn that this is on here and he'll learn his lesson for not listening to this fucking should asshole. listen should listen you could have saved your kid a lot of, a lot of trouble <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah Nynaeve is like yeah sorry i gotta go help other people uh Egwene gives Rand a big old big old hug for saying you know i'm sorry sorry we can't do anything about tam uh However, there is one more place to go, and that is to go see the mayor. And that's where Rand takes Tam to go see. And on the Mm -hmm. way there, he runs into Tom, who's also like, I'm part of this story. Don't forget about me. I need need to to be part of this. I'm here. My (laughs) wife's not dead yet. What? Huh? He's (laughs) He's just hanging out on the street. He's playing the bass line, the Seven Nations Army. (laughs) It's one of his go-tos. And they come by and they're like, oh shit, what's up? And he's like, I'm going to give you a hand. Uh, You know, uh, this last night was crazy. Pod and Fane, he just disappeared. So I'm assuming the Patrolics just ate him. Yeah, he's dead. He definitely is not coming back. He's definitely not coming back. So we should just keep moving on with this story and just... Ignore the fact that Pat, Pat and Fane is gone. They Let's go into about him. they go into the inn and we see uh, the mayor. The, I like the design of the mayor. Actually, this is not he the first good. time we've seen him, but he looks like any mayor in like any video game. Well, he's the mayor and innkeeper, and there's a very distinct thing about innkeepers in Robert Jordan's books. They have to be mm-hmm. portly. They've got to be big guys, and this that's guy's a very muscly, important though. thing. This guy's beef. This guy's Beef Wellington, and he's yeah, also he's... wearing an apron. I think the apron is key to his innkeeper status. Yeah. What's with the necklace? Is this like uh, uh, he's wearing like this like Justice? Almost looks like thing. Illuminati. It might be Metallica and Justice for All. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. He's just a big Metallica fan. What? What of it? What's What's it to you? Uh, I guess it's just hey, his necklace yeah. that says he's the mayor. I mean, I'm. It probably is, but I'm going to stick with uh, the Metallica fan. But now that you mention it, it is very prominent in every photo. It's in every panel that he's in. Oh, mm. there's some weird panel. Look at his arm in this one. Looks like a big old leg of chicken or turkey, it's like a turkey <laughs> leg. Is that the one where he's holding the the bucket? I get. No, at the bottom of the bucket, in guided view. bottom of the bucket and guide view oh okay <laughs> yeah it is a kind of interesting look at that wow some of his uh fingers kind of blend together there but hey next oh, yeah. panel we got moraine whoa laying down ball lightning dang 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 
I like that now, they talk about ball lightning, and they specifically mention it ball. Ball lightning is like when lightning is, it's like a be, it's like a Hadouken. Hadouken! It's like a ball of lightning that you can yep. harness it literally into a ball and shoot it. And if you YouTube it, I remember I did this, I did, I did this last week when, uh, when I thought, <laughs> wait, when wait, I read wait, chapter wait. four. When I read issue four, when I thought we were doing four, I went and I looked at all these YouTube videos of ball lightning being shot around. It was awesome. So people can actually conjure balls of lightning with science, of course. They can't conjure it out of the sky. Like Moraine Shoot it around? I mean, the term term shoot around is also used lightly here, but YouTube, YouTube some ball lightning. She, it doesn't show any ball lightning here. They just say, like, she does ball lightning, and it just shows lightning just coming from the sky. I'm on YouTube again. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find... Why do people make fucking YouTube videos that are like, look at this ball lightning, and then it's just some jackass talking about ball lightning for 18 minutes. I get it. We're all trying to be content creators. I'm doing a fucking podcast. Where I don't know what I'm doing. The screaming. All right. But I want to see ball lightning. I don't want to see you and your beard, your little goatee, your red shirted fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, okay. He ruined my whole bit. He ruined it. Well. That sucks, man. Well, I, of, I mean, the panel looks cool. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I think the panel looks really cool. It looks awesome. You know, this is a, this awesome. is a splash splash page. This would be a splash page. This would be a splash. It's hard to tell, really, like what is a full splash page and what isn't when you're reading reading the digital. But it is probably safe to assume that this is this panel might even be two pages. Yeah, probably. I mean, the art's on full scale here. Yeah, there's Looks some good. that are on fire. There's a whole yep. bunch of people dying in the background. That's good. That's some good stuff. Now, if we go to the next panel, oh look at that! We see Lan kicking some trollic ass. Oh, and I was looking at these like... trollics, and some of these trollics kind of look like you, Steve. They all look like me. <laughs> I noticed it too. They all look like one. That one looks like me with a goat face and a goat horn. <laughs> that one looks like me with a, like a cat nose. That one looks yeah. like me with a bird beak. And Land's killing all of them. <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, wow, Steve just looks like a Trollic. I guess that's the way it goes. I, I, I got to get, we got to get some prosthetic bird beaks. We're yeah, I actually, you know, I, all we have to do is like attach some horns to your head, put a beak on you. Boom. Yeah. Comic, <laughs> Comic-Con gold right there. We just sent you that's out. It. Actually, that's, we should do a, like a, uh, uh, we should do like a series like uh, Steve the Trollic, and just like a, it's yeah. like a, and we'll a just we'll put series. it we'll put it on a on a, like a Patreon tier, higher tier, and it'll be well I'll just walk around Calgary and you can film me and I'll just act like a Trollic on the train and stuff yeah. until I get but, until I get arrested I guess. <laughs> what what's <laughs> what's key here? What's key here is that you have to wear you know like a. A cut-off sleeve, t- like cut-off sleeve shirt and uh, short denim shorts. Well, I won't. You know? I see, I, that, I mean, that's pretty fun. 
But I want <laughs> I want full armor. I want full character. I want like, just armor gonna go... with bullhorns and just be a trollic and I'll just like walk around, I'll get on the train, and then I'll like go get a Starbucks. I'll go get a Starbucks and I'll be like and I'll be like, Oh, I hate Mondays. And I'll have like yeah. goat horns on. What I'll, I'll do is we'll stuff. do those like office style like interview segments where I'm where you we just sit you in front of like Starbucks or something like that and I just ask That's questions great. and you're like, you know, this is what I do. You know, it's hard to be a trollic sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not Especially in a place like this. Not a lot, not a lot going on. Uh, <clears throat> so they, these last two panels were all just like a back, uh, a back flashback to the night before. Uh, I wish we saw more stuff uh, from the night before from a different perspective because we're just getting, you know, it's just reiterating the book. We've said that a couple times already. Uh, but you know, I, I feel like it'd be kind of cool to see the tension, and I think we might see it in the show actually. Of like everybody's just like settling down for the night. Getting ready for their bread and cheese. Oh, we know what's going to happen. Everyone will be settling. It'll start playing some like acoustic song that'll be like, "We don't know what you have until it's all gone. We all love each other. Nothing's going wrong. Everything is peaceful." People are like, "I've been watching the Walking. I've been watching the Walking Dead again." Which I don't know why. I don't want to talk about it. I started watching that, and every fucking episode that happens, the end of the episode is just like a song just starts playing. And it's like, yeah. oh, sad country. Look, look at everybody together, not dead. That girl's not a zombie yet. Watch her give her boyfriend a little kiss. Oh no, the zombies and they're dead now. And it's just like, I get it. Breaking Bad fucking started it. And then everyone was like, Breaking Bad is the greatest show in the world. So then every other show is like, let's be, let's do it. Let's try to be you know Breaking what? Bad. I don't need music in my show, in my TV. I prefer TV with no music. Not Just <laughs> stark silence. The entire well, time. dialogue. Actually, don't even, don't, no, take talking out. It's kind of like a David Lynch movie. Yeah. Anything that doesn't have Angelo Badalamenti as a composer. Yeah, you can get, you can get the fuck out of here. Oh! Get out of here. You know what I want to see? I want to see a Dune movie scored by Angelo Badalamenti. I was watching the I watched the daily David Lynch weather report, which is still happening. I know. I, I I catch it every once in a while too. Great stuff. I watched one today. Have you seen what he looks like? He kinda looks like you now. His hair is all long and out of control. His beard is wild. He's, yeah, it's he, a, we're he's in a, looking we're in a place crazy right as now. David Lynch he's ever looked. And anyone who knows <laughs> David Lynch, he has looked very crazy, David Lynch. Many mm-hmm. times. All right, let's get back to this fucking book. I don't know. <laughs> there's a couple uh, more pages. Yeah, Man. they're essentially saying, like, we, there's there's one last hope. Like, even though Nynaeve isn't going to go help, I think uh, uh, Tom, he went, he goes to go, like, I'm going to get Nynaeve again. And then Nynaeve shrugs him off. Says, I've already been seen Tom. He's dead. I looked he's, at him. Looked him right in the dead. eye. Took, checked his dick. Checked his dick. Yeah, and he's dead. Tam, not Tom. <laughs> I think you, I think you said Tom instead of Tam, but I I'm bo- listen. I'm boiling up. I'm hot. It's not my fault, man. It's not my fault. Here's all these fucking names. You can go look. I can watch this. Borak, Borak Chu, Dalema. <laughs> Is it a Star Wars guy? Like seven, 
I just named seven people in the Wheel of Time. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Well, how about this? Ban, Tam, Ran, Nan, Man, Nan, Han, San, Ban. That's like nine people. Oh. And a really good Metallica song. Bringing that back around. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Rand's last hope is to go see. So Rand's last. (laughs) So Rand's last hope is to go see Moraine and to have her channel some of her Aes Sedai powers into him. And she does. He goes, sees her. I like the design of Moraine here. Uh, The hood up. She looks good. Uh, blue dress, but she a agrees. slightly lighter blue. She agrees, and she goes, uh, Kalamaru, and Tam's better. <laughs> well, we have to we have to wait because uh, the book ends before we see anything going on there. But uh, but we know. I mean, you and I know what what's going to happen next. <laughs> it ends off with Lan saying that. Moraine is feeling weak because of all the lightning that she was shooting out of her and out of the sky the night before. It was like, what does he say here? It's like, uh, even with an Angriel, what she did last night was like running around the village with a sack of rocks on her back. You know what, though? Like, I I get it. It's a lot of electricity. And it's like sometimes I have like my Amazon Echo plugged into the same thing. My microwave's plugged into. I turn my microwave on and everything is like everything. It doesn't work. So it's like your house turns into a tool music video. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just, every eyeballs everywhere right? all of a sudden <laughs> and just incredible bass i'll do more like a chili out. peppers thing all of a sudden flea is in my kitchen playing the bass in his under underpants now we're writing a twin peaks episode <laughs> i'm sitting there i'm making eggs well that's another episode Thank you, as always, everyone. Uh, we love you. We cannot do this without you. I mean, really, you know, at this point, this is the Patreon episode. This is the recruitment call for the elite of the elite of our listeners. If you have what it takes, go to our Patreon. Give us money. Prove that you are a soldier of the light or... A warrior of Sidene. Because we don't discriminate. Really, at the end no, of the day, absolutely I, don't, not. I don't care. You can be the most evil Sidene worshipping Pat and Fane. And if you're on my Patreon, hey, it is what it is. You're a friend. We'll hang out. You're a dark friend. But the word friend is still involved. Yeah. So, friends. That's it. And we'll see you next week. And lastly, but not leastly... Eat thy bread and eat thy cheese.